is today. Today? It is Wednesday, my dude. is gonna be great <laughs> hello everybody uh so to get this started i have to i have a couple things to say which are troubling the most troubling uh some would say which is me terrifying uh i had mentioned in a previous devo more like several previous devo podcasts my fear and disdain for spiders. Um, I mentioned how in, in a previous one, how when I park my car in the garage, I make sure that the car, the top is up, the windows are up. It's, it's tight. It's buttoned up. Nothing's getting in there. It's an impenetrable force. Well, I got lazy, uh, over the last few days. Uh, I parked my gar- car in the garage overnight with the top down. Um, I think I probably was just so excited to have good convertible weather where I could have the top down that I just got careless, right? Um, I let my guard down. Anyway, this morning I opened the door to get in and uh, I, as I got into the car, guess what I did? I went right through a spider web. And I'm just like, there's a... I, <clears throat> Now I am dealing with the potential of a spider being in the car at this moment, residing in my car. That's its home right now. Oh, there's a good chance that's reality. There's a chance that it's not. Maybe there's nothing in there, but there could be. It could be a big one. It could be a little one. We just don't know. Now, of course, I looked through the car tried to do as good a job as I could looking under the seats and the cracks and all that stuff. <clears throat> I didn't see a thing. Now you would think that that might make me feel better, but it doesn't. Had I at least found the worst case scenario, a big scary spider, I could have at least taken some sort of action. That being getting my wife to come out and kill it. But no such luck. Um, it's probably going to come out if it's in there as I'm driving. Uh, force me to panic, crash my car, and uh, who knows? Maybe I end up meeting Jesus that that day. Could be today, could be tomorrow. I don't know. Um, so so that's where my morning is currently at. Oh, and by the way, I have to wait until Friday before I can do that deep dive cleaning of my car to make sure that there's not a spider in there. Uh, so that means that I have at least three more drives in the car to put myself at risk. Unfortunate. But moving on. Remember last week uh, I talked about, uh, on this Devo, I talked about identity. And I said my identity is not, nor will never be, that of a mechanic or, say, handyman. I remember it. I remember it clearly. Well, apparently God was listening in on that podcast Devo. And he said, hmm, is that so? So yesterday, my... uh, my washing machine's power button broke on it. It's the same button I fixed in the past, about a year ago. 
Um, but after taking it apart, you know, putting the handyman cap back on, taking that apart, I find the reason it broke is different than previously. Uh, see, if you open up the back, there are four plastic posts that you put a screw into. Now, the last time I opened it up, the the button was bad, but also the um, one of the posts had come off, so I super glued it in, and it worked for a year, right? Now I open it up, now two posts are broken, so now I have to figure out a way to really secure those posts in there, so I'm probably going to have to use some epoxy of some sort, whatever, to make sure that it's not going anywhere, and because like, it needs the structure or else that button's going to keep going bad. So, I think God was like, oh, you don't want to be a handyman, you said. How about this handyman? And I said, I ain't a handyman. And he's like, you will be. I don't know about that, but that's what I know is happening so far. And the last thing before we get into this Devo podcast thing is uh, you may have noticed this little cut here on my lip. Um, that is from my dog, Millie. Uh, I was rubbing her belly the other day. She was having a good time. I was having a good time. Then she decided she was done, pawed me with her sharp nails, and, and cut me. Cut me right here. Right? I was telling Lola this morning, I go, you know your dog's a jerk, right? And she's like, no, she's not. I go, here's how... And let me tell you guys how I know. She's at, at her core. She's a jerk. Millie, Millie Bobby Hound, knows for a fact that she is not allowed upstairs on her own. She knows this. We have a gate that locks. So when somebody comes up or down, that gate gets locked behind them. Every single morning, every single morning, I come down, I lock the gate behind me, I let her out of her cage, let her outside, then I do, I give her her food and water, I let her back in, she comes and eats that, I get my breakfast ready, I sit down on the couch, I eat, she finishes up, alright, when she's done, do you know what she does? Every single day, she goes, walks over to the steps where the gate is locked, she looks at it to see if it's closed, then she'll go up to it and she will nose boop that, uh, that gate to see if it's locked. And then she comes back down. But every time she does that, I'm like, what a jerk. She's just like, just so you know, uh, if that thing is ever open, I'm going up there. And I don't care what you say about it. And I'm like, that is a, that's a jerk characteristic. And she's like, that's what it is. Uh, oh, and we also have these little plastic squares that we put in the yard uh, on the side of our house where it gets muddy and all that. So when we take out the garbage, we don't get all messy. From the moment we got them, she runs over there. She grabs one of those things that are in the ground and she starts chewing it. She knows. She knows she's not supposed to because she's been yelled at by Lauren and all that stuff and taken away. She said she even like booped her with the like, no. Right. So she did it yesterday or the day before. And I go, OK, so I come back out and Millie's in the yard and I go, come here. And so she's like, oh, okay. So she comes over to me, and I go over to those plastic stores, and I point at it. And I go, no. And she just runs away. Before I could even say no, she's like, I know what you're going to say. She knows. That's that's a, I'm just saying she's got a lot of jerk characteristics in her. Anyways, let's move on. 
let's get to the Devo portion. And in this, you're going to think we're not actually going into it, but this, this story kind of leads into it, right? Um, my wife and I found the show. So we have T-Mobile and we got a new plan or whatever, and they gave us Apple TV for six months or whatever. So looking at it, we found the show we really like called The Morning Show. And it stars Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell. <clears throat> and it's all about a morning show, kind of like Good Morning America or Today or whatever you watch in the morning if you do watch any of these shows. Your typical morning show. But in this show, the drama is unbelievable. And it makes me think now if I ever watch any of those other shows, do they all hate each other? Because they all hate each other on this morning show. They're all trying to stab each other in the back. And it's just a whole lot. Lauren says it makes her exhausted watching an episode. But we like it. By the way, it's got language and I'm just saying. But overall, we like the show. It's crazy. I think there's like three or four seasons and we're only in like episode four of season two. So the other day we're watching it and something that was said really triggered me. Um, there, there are a bunch of people vying for the on the show. There's a bunch of people vying for this position to be moderator at this debate. For a presidential debate, debate, and all of them have their reasons of why they want to do it. And the one person who's in charge of getting someone to do it, she has to deal with all these people coming to her saying this is why they want to. Now, there's a particular scene where this producer said, "I think you should get this person to do it because," and then lists off the reasons. And the per the woman in charge is like, "No, they just don't have that it factor." And uh, and the producers argue, "No, I think they do." And no. And here's what she said. She said, not everyone could be John or Paul. Somebody has to be Ringo. So I'm triggered because, number one, uh, if someone said to you they wanted to do something and, and they said not everybody could be a John or a Paul, you'd be like, what? John? Paul? What, what, are, we, what are we talking about here? What are, you, what are you trying to say? It's not until you hear the name Ringo that you put two and two together and go, oh, they're talking about the Beatles. If, if I'm just talking music with somebody, it, we could even be in the music category, right? If I'm talking music and I go, hey, who's your favorite musician of all time? And they're like, John. I'd be like, John, John Bon Jovi, John Legend, John Fogarty, John Denver, John Mayer, John Lennon. Oh, John Lennon, that's who you're talking about. Okay, it's not a, John Lennon doesn't go by, he's not just John. We don't say that. Or or even Paul. Like, I'm my favorite musician's Paul. And I'll be like, Paul Stanley? Paul Simon? Paul Rogers? Paul McCartney? Yeah, Paul McCartney. Okay, he doesn't go by just Paul. And it, But if I said to somebody, who's your favorite musician of all time? And they go, Ringo? I'd be like, eh, I know who you're talking about. Ringo, drummer for the Beatles. No need for a last name. Just like Elvis. We, we say, I love Elvis. We know we're talking about Elvis Presley. We know we're not talking about Elvis Costello or any other Elvises that I can't come up with right now. It's just like Madonna goes by one name. Cher, yeah, gotcha. Beyonce, sure. All these people that go by one name means they're pretty, pretty famous. Pretty famous. And the amount of hate that Ringo gets is ridiculous. And I'd love to hear someone talk trash to me about Ringo. And I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, were you part of the most popular band ever assembled? No? Oh, okay. So you definitely have the credibility to talk about it. But everybody has something to say. And that's kind of where this Devo starts here. 
is everyone has something to say. Everyone's very judgy of other people. Now, I know we all are. I'm not saying it you guys, not me. No, we've all, we all um, have said things about someone else. We've all been guilty of that sin. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing a message on this very topic for youth this Sunday. Because our youth group is filled with wonderfully unique students. And they're having a hard time really getting each other. No one really fits into each other's molds of what they think they should be or want them to be. Honestly, I've never met uh, a spectrum of different individuals in one space like our youth group here. Now, I personally find it uh, very interesting, and I like the big differences in each student. But I can see how it could be challenging for the youth. Uh, I think back when I was their age... I probably would have just thought certain students were weird and probably avoided them. I know that if some of these students were in my high school back, you know, in the 90s, back in the 1900s, uh, they would probably be bullied if they were in Ottawa High School. Not by me, but lots of other people. Back in my high school, if you didn't fit someone's concept of what they think you should act like or be like, well, you were less than... And you're probably going to get punched in the mouth, or ridiculed, or both. Um, It was rough. Ottawa High School was not a safe place for different people. That's all I'll say. I'll leave it at that. Now me, I got along with pretty much everybody. I could hang out with the jocks, the skaters, the kids and drama and band and choir and even the burnouts, all that. We we just got along. I, I could fit into... I could... I could hang out with all those dudes. I didn't start fights. I didn't bully people. I was just pretty chill, right? There was, although there was one moment that I did bully someone, which I regret. Uh, uh, There was a student that came into a class that I was in, and he was wearing a Star Trek emblem on. And I started harassing him. And uh, he gave me the bird, the middle finger, and I grabbed his hand and I tossed him down the stairs. I regret that. I wish I didn't do that. That was 100% a jerk move. Luckily, he didn't get hurt that bad. Now, I don't remember everything that surrounds the situation. And and I could say I was probably teasing him. Well, for sure, I was teasing him, right? I don't know how it escalated to what it was. I know what I shouldn't have done, what I did. And I think maybe that's why God made me a Cowboys fan, because... People attack me constantly for just being a Cowboys fan. Just like I attacked this kid for being a Star Trek fan because I was, you know, I'm team Star Wars, which is the superior sci-fi, you know, universe. And he was in the Star Trek camp. And, you know, things like that, trolling, harassing, teasing, should never turn physical. I regret it. It was it was bad. Um, So in the moment... I don't know what I was thinking, but I, I think that I was I was being a bully, a jerk. Right? But I think I was also too immature to realize that the differences between people are actually pretty cool. Um, I think about that change that's happened to me. My relationship with Jesus has changed my thought process and helped me see the good and uh, the differences that people have. Um, I can't say it was just me getting older uh, that has helped me see things differently. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I know that my love for people in general 
has increased so much since coming to Christ. Now, I like and am friends with a lot of people who are so much different than me. And then instead of thinking like, ooh, that person is weird. I'm like, oh, that person's pretty interesting. Some of my best friends that I have are pretty odd. And if you're listening to this and you're like, is he talking about me? Yeah, I am. I'm talking about you. You know who you are. Uh, there's a lot of them. So, mm-hmm. But I'm like, wow, that person, that, that's pretty cool that they're they're so odd and different. And, and even like on Instagram, I follow people. Like, for instance, I follow this girl who has Tourette's. And I don't follow her because I think it's funny that she does all this stuff. I mean, there's certain things that she does that I, I, I laugh at. Like, that's funny that she said that. But I also... I want to see her life dealing with this, the struggle that she has and how she overcomes it. I'm just interested in her life, right? Um, there's a there's a guy who probably in his mid twenties who sings worship music and he put out he'll put out like a video every week, and the dude's tone deaf. He has no rhythm on guitar. He's not good at good. It's bad, right? However, I listen to it and I'm like, that is him putting his heart out there like, man, I just love the Lord. I'm going to sing these songs. Now, of course, he thinks he's good. And and I'm also very afraid to look at comments to see what people are saying because I'm sure he's getting people saying how terrible he is. But I do know that there's people that are encouraging him too. Just like this other guy who also makes music videos and records his own music. <laughs> he just makes the oddest, craziest music that's, I can't even describe, like, it's not great, but I love that he is so into it. Like, it's like, okay. Just like, and another thing, there's a couple that do lip syncing and like they recreate videos and they're not even lined up the audio to their lip syncing and they're just, it's it's funny, but I like, I love that they love doing it. So I like to see these different people doing things that make them happy. Um, and I'm like, good for them. Good for all these people that they're doing this, right? And I wish I had that mentality when I was younger. And I wish that the kids now, for sure, had that mentality. Because I've prayed for a long time for a good friend for both my girls. And I'm still praying for that. Uh, my youngest has had a really hard time finding friends. Because she's very different in terms of, like, she's into ballroom dancing. She prefers the older music um, her likes are so much different than everybody else's likes that it's hard for people to be like, okay. And also she has a hard time, you know, figuring them out who have completely different, uh, likes than her too. Um, so there's just work that needs to be done on both sides. But, but man, if everybody was, could feel that acceptance and like, oh, that's cool that you like different things than me, it would make things so much easier. Um, and I find that youth today could use just use that pers- that perspective of acceptance of other people's difference. We could make a whole lot make things a whole lot better. Um, if we read in Romans fourteen ten thirteen, it said Romans fourteen ten through thirteen. You then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Why do you treat them with contempt? For we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written. As surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me. Every tongue will acknowledge God. So then each of us will give an account of ourselves to God. Therefore, therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. 
So if we look at that scripture, it says to stop judging your brother or sister. It says, instead, make up your mind not to put a stumbling block or obstacle um, in the way of a brother or sister. Now that obstacle block or that, that obstacle or stumbling block could be your attitude. It could be, how can I go to this church? How can I go to this youth group? How can I worship this God if his people who are here are rude and being mean to me all the time? Even if those people who are being rude or mean are good people, they just don't know how to coexist with other people's differences and personalities. So, for instance, there's these two students and youth who don't know how to really interact with each other. I, I like both of these students a lot. I think they're both really good kids. Um, I know for a fact that they're both really good kids. Uh, but they're just such polar opposites that they don't get each other. Like, they have no idea what the others is thinking ever. They don't know why they do the things that they do. They can't wrap their mind around it. They can't figure out how to properly communicate with one another without one of them feeling offended, right? And I think that happens with adults as well. I think we have a, a person or two in our lives that we're like, we just don't get. We're like, I don't know, man. I just, I'm, I don't know what they're thinking. I, I, I do not relate to them. But that's not saying, you know, like, but if we're followers of Christ, we have to keep in mind the scripture from Romans. We cannot be a stumbling block or an obstacle for our brothers and sisters, especially if we just don't get that person. But that's not also saying you let people do bad things and, and say, well, you know, I would say something, but I don't want to be an obstacle or a stumbling block. No, if someone's engaged in sinful behaviors, uh, those sinful behaviors are a stumbling block or an obstacle. And if you do not call them on that or show them that, you are also a part of that obstacle or a stumbling block. Um, if, if I were to go out with somebody from church who is struggling with something and, and having problems and I just see that they're just an alcoholic and I find out that, I'm not going to be like, well, I mean, do what you're going to do. No, I'm going to be like, here's a problem that you have. This is what we have to do. We'll, we'll pray about it. We'll, we're going to get you some help, right? If a drug addict, the same way. If I uh, find out someone is sleeping around, let's say that I uh, there's a high school student who's just going from girl to girl. Like, no, we're going to, this is a problem. This is an obstacle that we got to get over with, and you have to focus more on Jesus and Christ and living the right way. Same with married people. If you have an, ex, um, an affair or something like that, if I don't say anything, I'm a part of this problem. No, I'm going to call you on it. Same with illegal behaviors. There's things that we have to address, not to be, to, to show them that is a stumbling block, that we care, that we love them, we're going to help them throughout this situation. So a lot of people look at this and it says, don't judge. See, therefore, I'm not going to judge anybody. Do whatever you want because I'm just going to love on you. I'm just going to love you. No, we have to show them also that there are obstacles and we have to overcome them and I'm going to help you with that. Now, when I'm talking about this, mainly this message is about people that are different from us, not knowing how to relate, how to how to communicate, to um, to be brothers and sisters in Christ with them. I think that we just have to open up our mind and, and accept, hey, these people are different, but I like that they're different. That I I have a friend, I'm not going to mention who he is, 
that is so unique that I'm like, I've never met a dude like this, and I'm glad he's my friend because I'm never going to meet another person like this. Doesn't mean I won't, uh, they wouldn't frustrate me if I'm around them all the time, or, but, but it's like, you've you got to look at these differences. My wife has, has mentioned how um, we're all God's creation. We're like all pieces of art. And if we don't like one piece of art and we think it's trash, then we're thinking God's work is trash. But that's not true. We know that it's not. So just a little food for thought for today. That's where I'm going to end it. Um, so if you liked it, you found anything interesting, please share. Send it to a friend. Maybe send it to somebody you just don't get. Or maybe they just don't get you. Yeah, do that. And uh, hope you have a good week, and I'll see you next time. 